Hello, welcome to the History of Fun, where we explore the hidden backstories of the things you love to do. Today, I'm joined by Allegra Frank. Hello. Hello. I felt like you were like shouting, so I wanted to match you. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Allegra's <laughs> voice is not the best. That's it's normally rude. very lovely. <laughs> But today, I think she's a little bit under the weather. Is that true? I think I sound great. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll, we'll sh- soldier on for Allegra's sake. Uh, also joined by Chris Plant. Hello, Chris Plant. Hello. Chris Plant uh, is in the office, which is a rare occurrence. He's usually down in Texas, but we're all together in the very same room with one another. Mm. I don't want to destroy the illusion for those that think we record this in the same room every time and Chris Plant commutes from Texas. <laughs> just to do that. Uh, But today we are, in fact, in the same room. And I wanted to wish both of you a very happy, healthy Gleda Yelyol. Gleda Yelyol. There's no way you got that right. There's literally no way. Gleda Yelyol. No, and it it gets worse. Here's the thing. I think I'm I'm pretty close because yeah. not only did I somebody will let us know someone will let us know <laughs> not only did I get the spelling I listened to the pronunciation does anyone know what that means mm. I think I think it means um, happy Yule time kitty cat okay. <laughs> Uh, like any guesses? I mean, I can't top that because now I'm thinking of a little cat with a wreath around it. Was, its, it was close, its pretty yeah. close. What does it mean? It means Merry Christmas in Icelandic. Yeah, Gleda Yol. What that is? Um, so uh, Yol is Christmas. Okay, in Iceland, that makes sense. Um, like a Yol, like Long. a Yol. Exactly. Yule. That's where it comes from. It comes from the term Yol. Um, and uh, they've been selling, uh, celebrating Christmas in Iceland for quite some time. And I wanted to talk about some of the rather interesting traditions that they have in Iceland that are very different from ours, mercifully not racist, which is great. <laughs> and, Improvement. And, uh, and really interesting. So we're going to be talking about today two of the big traditions that I found really interesting. One of them, the Yule Lads of Christmas and... The Yule Cat of Christmas. Oh. Both major staples in Iceland. If you go to Iceland, if you meet Bjork, she will say, oh, yeah, let me tell you about the Yule Log. Uh, Yule, not Yule Log, but the Yule Ads. I was going to ask and if Yule Bjork cat. was involved. Bjork will be involved. Mm, okay, good. Great. So good, just good, good, hold good, good. on to your hats. Um, okay, so as we discussed, Yule is, uh, Yule is Christmas in Iceland. And I don't know if you guys are aware, but Iceland does not have many hours of daylight in Christmas time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Come December 25th, Iceland sees about four hours of daylight. Okay. So okay. almost exclusively darkness during Christmas Day and the days leading up to Christmas, which makes it great for... <laughs> Christmas lights. Nope. Pranksters. Oh. Who doesn't love pranksters? As, as Chris Plant uh, discussed earlier, pranks, pranks and uh, people that cause mischief, like mm. Krampus... Yeah. Uh, very popular during this time. Krampus. That's what I said. No, nope. you said Krampus. Krampus. Kramp- I, I don't even know who you're talking about. <laughs> no, no one does. Krampus. Uh, so uh, pranksters are very popular during this time, including the Yule Lads. Okay. Do you guys know anything about the Yule Lads of I, Iceland? I have a feeling mm. that it's a very good thing that we set up the history of trick-or-treating at the beginning of this entire season. <laughs> because the reality is trick-or-treating was just ripped straight from all Christmas traditions. 
and that these these Yule lads mm. are going to be effectively trick or treaters who go from house to house, demanding like like I don't know tuppence. Sure. Tuppence the birds. Um, <laughs> and if they don't get them, that they like just wreck shop. Oh, so you think it's like a figgy pudding situation? Is that what they do for Bring, figgy pudding? Well, they, there's Bring that song. That's some figgy, figgy pudding. Yeah. And, or else. Is that how it ends? Yes. <laughs> or else. <laughs> I know, it's weird. I've never heard that version. <laughs> Very startling. <laughs> um, that, is, that is wrong. Okay. <laughs> I'm um, glad. I'm uh, glad. Allegra, do you have any predictions on who these Yule lads are that we're dealing with? For some reason, my thought isn't that they are the pranksters. Okay. But they are instead a self-mobilized mm. group of policemen. Oh, okay. So like who, a Ghostbusters situation. Yes. Who are out roaming the st- streets of Reykjavik, yeah. making sure that the children are not like egging people's houses. Mm. Great Iceland full there, by the way. Reykjavik? <laughs> Reykjavik? <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> I, mean. I know. Pretty, pretty obscure one. Um, <laughs> they're all listening to Seguros and <laughs> the Sugar Cubes and hunting down children. Of course. Uh, also wrong, but noble effort as well. Uh, okay, so the Yule Lads are the children of Gorilla. Again, something that I looked up the pronunciation of. There's a whole website where you type in uh, Icelandic words and it'll spit it back to you on how you're... So this is pronounced Grilla. Grilla is a hag. She lives on a mountain. Um, and uh, generally what her uh, preference is is to eat children uh-huh. who whine a lot. Oh, no. So if you're a child who whines a lot, Grilla is coming after you and Got she's going to make a snack of you. I would have been dead so long ago. <laughs> so Grilla had children. 13 children from Grilla. And those children are the Yule Lads. So it's like Bowser and all the baby what? Bowsers. I was thinking. Wow. The Great Koopalings. Yes. The Koopalings. So we have Roy and we have the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and indeed, the Yule Lads are, uh, are troublemakers. They are very well, well known for creating mischief sure. and trouble. They are indeed the pranksters. And they were, the Yule Lads were made famous by a gentleman named Johannes or Kutlum. Now, they had existed uh, long before 1932. They were sort of like an old school uh, Icelandic tradition. But in 1932, this gentleman named Johannes or Kutlum, very well known in Iceland. He uh, was a member of the cabinet or of the uh, parliament, I should say, but also a poet. And he wrote a poem called The Yule Lads in Icelandic, obviously. <laughs> um, but the translation is The Yule Lads. And um, he was the one that sort of popularized it for the modern day, defined who they were, defined that there were 13. Before that, there was some argument of how many Yule lads there were. He was like, nope, 13. Perfect number. Perfect number of, uh, <laughs> of uh, Yule lads. And um, I have some lines from the poem, and obviously the original poem is in Icelandic, but I have a translation from a gentleman named Halberg Halmudsen. <laughs> sure. I believe it's tradition for the poem to be sung. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. One second. I got a drink. <laughs> okay. So I don't have all of the poem because it was very long. Oh, sure, sure, sure. But I pulled out some specific um, uh, uh, phrases. The first of them was sheep cod clod. He came as stiff as wood to prey upon the farmer sheep as far as he could. The second was golly gawk, gray his head and mane. He snuck into the cow barn from his craggy ravine. 
The tenth was window peeper, a weird little twit. He stepped it up to the window uh? and stole a peek through it. Oh, that's not where I thought it would go. <laughs> Meat hooked the twelfth one, his talent he would display. As soon as he arrived on St. Thorlac's day, he snagged himself a morsel of meat of any sort, although his hook at times was a tiny bit short. What I like about this, uh, I mean, besides every ounce of it, <laughs> is that they seem to have lost numbers three through nine. Well, um, I, I sure, no, 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 I sure, sure, sure. Okay, that was you. There were, uh, but also that it, by skipping, it really reveals um, when he gave up creatively. Um, the first names are like so creative, and then sure. the, the, the final names are, are the like he's sitting around like the butcher shop wherever he wrote this, and he's mm-hmm. like. Who um uh I don't know meat hook I just got to get to thirteen like <laughs> window peeper <laughs> window peeper uh so to, because I knew you guys would ask I did uh, list some of the other ones out. sure uh we have can- candle beggar he would follow little children around and steal their candles <laughs> we have sausage swiper there's really no telling what he oh. would do uh we have a skier gobbler do you guys know what skier is. Skier? Skier. It's spelled S-K-Y-R. When he gobbles it. I, I, is it like some sort of like uh, like hardtack? Interesting. Isn't there like a vodka or something called skier? You're thinking of sky vodka. <laughs> oh, yeah, the English word. <laughs> but but uh, skier is something you can actually buy in U.S. supermarkets. Uh, I think it's pretty common. It's a yogurt in Iceland. Uh, it's very thick. It's um, And uh, generally just unflavored vanilla. Uh, but it's very popular in Iceland. They usually put, like, granola and stuff in it. I know I'd seen okay. it in a grocery store and yeah. been repulsed by it. Yeah, and you thought it was vodka. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, two more that I wanted to mention. Door slammer. Pretty predictable. Uh, people are trying to be quiet, and he slams doors. And door sniffer, who I don't even want to discuss. <laughs> oh, so, wait, sorry. Go back to the, what was the first one's name? Handle beggar. And what was the second one's name? Sausage swiper. No, I mean of 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 the oh, of the oh, of the main of thing. the actual order. It's sheep coat clawed. Okay, and the second one, gully gawk. Yeah. See, at first I thought these were like like creative names, not like oh, also just descriptors of what. Oh, they Oh yeah, no. It's it's basically like a Mega Man situation where sure. it's just like what they do is what their name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. Maybe you lost it in my uh, gl- go- uh, gorgeous. Singing. I was just so pulled in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay, so we've named the Yule Lads, and, and these Yule Lads are basically jerks. Like, there's no question about it. And they stick around for quite a while. So, uh, the day after, uh, so they show up right before Christmas, they cause all sorts of mischief, and then the day after Christmas, they leave, but only one at a time. So it takes actually oh. until January 6th for them all to leave. Ah, there's a, there, I, uh... Oh yeah, you have something to add? I have a feeling I know why that is. Why? Because uh, they don't leave until, if you're, if we're talking Christmas, until the kings arrive at uh, Christ's manger. Would that be right? Does that happen? Is that time out? Is that a Jesus I think that time's thing? out. I don't know. I think what, that time's that is out. a Jesus thing. Oh, oh boy. Let me, let me. The other side of the table is like, oh, sure, why not? We don't know the Jesus uh, thing. Oh, what's the name of the holiday? Uh, you just keep going. Nothing okay. out. Fine. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so they leave one by one until January 6th, with the, which is the last day of the Christmas season, according to the Icelandic tradition. I didn't actually know that. Is that anything that we do here, plant, where there's, like, remnants of Christmas after January, uh, in January? In Jan- well, I mean, 
Yeah, like this. I mean, the the extension of yeah. of the nativity story. Mm. Like, I, I think that would be it. That's actually, I feel like, more common for Easter, though, because you have things, I believe it's Pentecost, which sure. is, like, holidays that happen after the actual is thing. Is that when he, when he comes back? Yeah, that's when he uh, comes into the room and holds up his hands, and you can see He's the like, whole them. What up, yeah. guys? <laughs> and uh, I, I believe uh, little fires appear above the head. I loved this as a kid because it was like I magic. Mean, well, yeah, it's also just it's like, like a Gerardo, Gerardo I, I, Del Toro. I, I say this like uh, sincerely, not as like as sure. her- heretical, <laughs> um, but it's like it's a ghost story. Yeah, as a kid, sure. it's like oh my gosh, this person's coming in and showing you holes in their hand, and fire is in the room. <laughs> yeah, this is. Wild! Is- I am on board. <laughs> there are many things about the, the the entire Christ story as a Catholic. We were like, yeah, this <laughs> this like this guy's great. <laughs> we are gonna uh, mention some non Icelandic in the reader only member section. We have some non Icelandic things, nice. and one in particular that I want to see if you have any knowledge of. Okay. Um, okay. So we have these Yuleds. So the Yuleds generally dress in like medieval clothing. That's how they were traditionally dressed. So they wear like farmers' clothes from that time. Uh, but more recently, especially when they do, like, things with kids, they will dress in, like, very classic Santa outfits. Oh. All of them? All of them. So they all wear red with the boots and the hat and everything. And which is particularly creepy when you yeah. think about, like, it's one thing when elves, there's just, like, elves and they're, like, dressed all the same. Mm-hmm. But to have multiple Santas, 13 Santas. Especially doing, like, outrageously different tasks. Yes. Like, Santa the sausage swiper <laughs> makes me brutally uncomfortable. Uh, I love it. Uh, do- sorry, and just a quick fact check. I was yeah. right. Uh, the January 6, uh, 2019, mm-hmm. will be Epiphany, which is Three Kings Day, is another way of saying it, which is... When the kings arrive, at we the three kings be yeah. You would stopped. actually sing that. That's actually uh, an epiphany right. song. Yeah, the David O. Russell movie. Yeah, the I movie was Three Kings. Yep, uh, it's it, it's when George Clooney shows up with Spike Jones. Excellent. Um, it's great. Uh, okay, so I mentioned the clothing. The clothing is very important. Clothing is a huge part of Icelandic culture, specifically the manufacture of clothing. Do you know why? It's cold. Yeah, uh, I think that's obvious. <laughs> cold, cold is part of it, but cold. A, cold. But there's another reason. Um, uh, because I, I, I'd imagine that they have a surplus of like uh, sheep. Very good. Yeah, ah. a ton of sheep in Iceland. There are not very mm-hmm. many native animals to Iceland because it's very cold. Mm-hmm. But uh, sheep obviously were brought there and harvested there. Um, it's a huge mainstay. Um, I went there for my honeymoon. There were sheep literally everywhere. Um, they let them free um, in uh, spring, and then they, when they, it's time for them to harvest, they all kind of like gather them up as villages and uh, and, <laughs> and murder them. No, yeah. well, some it's of them they just shear the, the verb harvest. Well, some sheep. of them they shear them. Yeah, they're, they're harvesting their they're fur. They're not killing uh. all of them. Some of them, <laughs> not killing all of them. But clothing is very important, which brings us to a, a lovely segue where we will be discussing the Yule cat. Oh. Yay. So the Yule Cat is the reason that I did this episode. <laughs> the reason for the season. The reason for the season. Uh, we were do, We were trying to plan out this, this season of holiday uh, special uh, episodes all about holiday traditions. And in my research, I came upon this Yule Cat. Um, and I was like, that's very odd. Uh, more, even stranger is he is not a nice cat. You would think a Yule Cat would be like, hey, oh, it's a cute little kitty under the tree. <laughs> This is not one of those times. Oh. The Yule Cat, there's some disagreement of whether the Yule Cat is also owned owned by Grilla 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, okay. The oh, that, that the sounds Yule dangerous. Lads. Yeah. So there's some disagreement there, but but let's assume yes. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> sorry, I just love the idea of this like old uh, woman who who devours children who whine and has a very mean cat. Like yeah. it could not be any more of just an awful stereotype. Of of what? Old angry women? Oh like of, <laughs> of, of like that that like the cruel cat lady stereotype. Yeah, it's like a witch, like a witch living on a mountain kind of sure. thing. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Pushing kids into making gingerbread. I don't know. Um, okay. just part of the stereotype. Your cat. So his MO is that he will eat people. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Who have not been given new clothes on Christmas Eve. What? Yes. But that's not their fault. Yeah. That's true. Or is it? Though, uh, so does it Does it make it also one of those things of Dobby? <laughs> Sorry, I just remembered Dobby. Um, does it make it one of those things where people are motivated to give um, people who, like, people who are dealing with poverty... You would be motivated to go give them new clothes because mm. you don't want your community to be eaten by the cat. That'd be nice. That's my hope. That I, would be I'm... nice. Not true. <laughs> okay. So the origins are a little surprisingly capitalist, to be honest. Um, are they? Yeah. Surprising? Yeah, I was thinking, <laughs> yeah, there's always some capitalism. Well, it's a yeah, indirect connection, but yes, it, it does tie to capitalism. So the idea was, um, as I said, sheep huge part of Iceland, part of their uh, economy, and um, the Allegra, are you, is your phone ringing while I talk I about the Yule Cat? Rang. It doesn't ring anymore. Okay. That's so weird. Uh, the sheep are a huge part of the uh, Icelandic economy, and uh, so, as I mentioned, they gather all the sheep up uh, in the fall to harvest their wool. Now, the idea was, once the wool is harvested, obviously it needs to be processed. You can't just, like, throw wool on someone. So, the 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 schedule was that people would finish harvesting all, and processing all the wool before Christmas. And if you did your job as a worker to process all of the wool that you were assigned, you were given clothing. Uh-huh. Oh. So the idea was if you didn't finish your work early enough, you were not given clothing and therefore devoured by the old cat. Eaten by the old this cat. This still seems like out of people's control. It also no, seems like finish your work fiction. <laughs> It's like yeah. what? Four. <laughs> it is like like you better watch out. You're gonna get eaten by the yule cat. Yeah, like, not the it. bosses are relishing that their employees are being devoured. <laughs> Feed them to the cat. Now, I don't think anyone's super jazzed about being eaten by a giant cat. They're all trying to finish their work on time. Yeah, no, I'm don't I'm, procrastinate. No, I think what uh, correct me if I'm wrong mm-hmm. here, Allegra. I think what you're suggesting yes. is, of course, the people who are being consumed yes. aren't into sure. it, but. The, the their corporate overlords live for it. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's like so. Plan is like my boss. Yes. If I don't finish my work, yeah. inevitably, I will not be given my clothes from Plant. Right. And then I will be eaten, and then Plant will love it. And I'll be like, Oh my gosh, that cat is <laughs> eating her. Yeah. It'll like, be like, This is great. Also, you know what cats do? First thing when somebody like dies in an apartment. Oh, they eat alone, the face. They eat the eyeball. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I don't know if this is true. I've always heard that, I've the, heard dog, that too. the dogs will never touch the face. Right. And the cats, first thing first, yeah. get those yeah, juicy, juicy the eyeballs. They've been waiting for oh. years Yule just cat. for that opportunity. <laughs> Every cat has a little Yule cat in him. Uh, okay, so I will admit that there are tamer versions of the Yule cat. Some disagree- where instead of eating the people, 
he'll just eat your Christmas dinner if you haven't uh, gotten mm. your clothes. So that's kind of the nicer version. Now we're going to travel back to our good buddy, Johannes Orkutlum, who wrote another poem, this time just about the Yule Cat. Another great, song. Great, great, great. Another song. And another song. Uh, so speaking of song, <clears throat> this song, this poem was later turned into a song by Bjork. <gasps> mm. I don't think we have the rights to play the music, but if you want to search it, uh, you can uh, Google Yule Cat song Bjork, and it definitely will come up. Uh, it's all in Icelandic, so it won't make any sense to you. But now, when you hear it on the radio, I'm sure it's going to play all the time. <laughs> you'll know it's about the Yule Cat. Okay, here we go. If outside one heard a weak meow, then unluck was sure to happen. All knew he hunted men and didn't want mice. He followed the poor people who didn't get any clothing. <laughs> Near Christmas and tried and lived in poorest conditions. From them he took at the same time all their Christmas food and ate them also themselves if he could. Now, granted, the rhyme scheme, not as clean. No, no, it's not. And, and the best part was at the beginning when I thought you were going to try to sing it like Bjork. I thought you were going to be like, I am your skeleton. Christmas cat is here. Uh, I adore Bjork. I think she's fantastic. Um, I didn't want to try to do her justice. Um, no, of course. But, uh, yeah, so the Yule Cat uh, goes around and eats people, and, and we celebrate wow. him to this day. People in Iceland absolutely love the Yule Cat. Wait, they love him? Yeah. Despite him being... Like Krampus. Krampus, whatever. Yeah. I'm still so not on board with Krampus. Oh, oh my gosh. Are you? Uh, I'm very much on board. Yeah. The oh. only people who were against Krampus were fascist Nazis. <laughs> I don't think that's the camp you want to be in. Um, okay. So so that's basically uh, 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 the uh, Yule Cat. I did want to cover the um, basically how Christmas plays out because we discussed mm. like there is a lot that goes on between you know Christmas Day and uh, when all the Yule Leds have actually departed. So uh, it actually starts on December 23rd for St. Thorlucker's Day. That's a terrible pronunciation. I didn't look up that one. Um, and generally what they do is families get together and they eat skate, which is a kind of fish. Yeah, it's delicious. And this is when they uh, decorate the tree. It's the last big day for shopping in Iceland. Uh, many of the stores are open till midnight. Um, so if you're going to do some shopping, that's you do it on St. Thorlucker's Day. Um, then there's Yule, Yule Eve. So um, once Yule Eve comes around, public entertainment is very discouraged. You, you're not supposed to go out and like do public dancing or anything like that. You're supposed to spend it with the family. Uh, for a very long time, they actually turned TV off what? starting at 5 p.m. on Yule Eve. And mm. there was no TV for five hours after that. They just like shut it, shut it down to encourage this. So uh, if you're in Iceland during Christmas, do not dance. You'll get stoned or something. Wait, so what the heck are you supposed to do? You're supposed to spend time with the family. I without TV. So <laughs> we have we have another we have an episode coming up <gasps> on the war on Christmas. Yes, and I, I think we'll have an answer for why uh, Iceland made these decisions. Well, it's about spending time with the family. It's more uh, than almost that. Almost certainly not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we'll find yeah. out. Yeah. Um, uh, so Yule Eve is when the kids open their presents. They don't wait until the morning. They open them that night. And um, so it's, again, time with the family. Yule Day, uh, pretty typical, actually. Um, the, the classic Icelandic Christmas meal is lamb. Mm. Uh, but they also have something called leaf bread, which is a fried dough. 
And what's cool about leaf bread is each of the families actually have their own um, pattern. It's almost like a tartan, like like their own like whatever thing. Also, that's a, that's a myth. Oh, is it the the idea that every family or clan has not their own everyone? Tartans? How many no, plaids I, could there be? I, so I actually found this out also during my oh, war on Christmas research that uh, <laughs> this is the, the war on the, the, right the, now. <laughs> the quest for for uh, individualized tartans was a marketing scheme from I think like the like early twentieth century. Oh. I know. Sad. I'm so you are sorry. You're poking holes in all the purity here. I know. It, it's, well, it's I was magical. talking about leaf bread, which <laughs> now that that's is legit. definitely not a marketing scheme. That is legit. <laughs> okay. Um, so that's Yule Day. Um, and then Boxing Day, which uh, is common, obviously, outside of Iceland. But this is when dancing is permitted again. So if oh. you want to do your dancing, Boxing Day is when you start. Um, they have New Year's Eve, uh, which basically the same as ours. Fireworks. Uh, fireworks is normally banned in Iceland, but that on this day obviously it's allowed um and then comes january 6th which is the 12th night of christmas as it's referred but in icelandic it's called the 13th i do not know why oh i looked this up that they call it the 13th maybe because they're counting from like from year's eve maybe i mean christmas eve but but it's also referred in iceland as the 12th night of christmas yeah wait so canonically it is number 12 but it's, they yes, name it's 12th, it 13th. but they call it the 13th. Okay, that's um, I also read something in Iceland for a while. Um, they would start the next day at 6 p.m. Started on the, like, sure. instead of midnight. So maybe it's something <laughs> to do with that. Very weird. Oh, um, we talked about that in in I th- in one of the Halloween episodes, I think. Did we? Yeah, I think I think the idea was that your, the day actually begins and ends evening okay. or something. I, yeah. think that, I think that like goes back all the way to pagan customs. It's all a haze to me. Yeah. I mean, there's there's been <laughs> the weirdest thing about this season, which I think has been good, yeah. is like all of these weird things have so many overlaps. They do. They and, and it almost always boils down to, well, when they were all pagans right. <laughs> and they were praising the sun god. Yeah. Um, and then everyone normal. just stole and that like, celebration. Yeah, sure. That, seemed, that seems pretty cool. Uh, so the 13th uh, it's very cool. People dress up as elves and trolls. Elves what? and trolls are like a huge deal in Iceland. Um, I, part of uh, one one thing I did while I was on uh, my honeymoon is we took a tour into an ice cave. I'm sorry, not to brag. <laughs> yeah. I literally, every time you mention it, I'm like, okay, we get it. You're married. All right. You're happy. I was and thinking, what does this involve elves and trolls? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Uh, we took a tour into an ice cave. Sure. And um, the caves are where the elves live, also the trolls. So they would fight over cave dominance. Oh. So like a gang war. Um, <laughs> thankfully, the cave that, yes. we, the cave that we went episode. into was an elf cave, thankfully. But the troll caves you should be watch out for because they will eat you. Um, but people dress up as elves and trolls on this uh, 12th night of Christmas, the 13th. And uh, they will light bonfires. <laughs> And uh, set off the last of their fireworks. So if they have any fireworks left over, you're allowed to set it off on this day. We also wave goodbye to the final Yule lad who goes home on this day. Oh, Candle something. <laughs> Candle, Candle dagger. Candle gobbler. <laughs> yes. Wait, hold on. Yeah. So if, if it's like elves versus trolls yeah. and people dress up, mm-hmm. is there you, – you compared it to like a gang war. Sure. Or is there fighting on the streets? Oh, no. I think there's playful fighting. But there, but sure. there is a rivalry. I don't think there's actually fighting. Okay. They're very peaceful people, the Icelandic people. Okay. <laughs> no? No, no. I just, I just love I mean, what you're now. <laughs> I love what you're describing because, like, the, like, very thin loyalty to Christianity, right? Like, yeah. it's technically Christmas. Right. And this aligns with 
epiphany, mm-hmm. right? But the thing that we actually celebrate is the 13th goblin returns up the hill. <laughs> Meanwhile, elves and trolls are fighting it in the caves, and we're firing fireworks because we just need to get rid of them because they're actually illegal. It's so far from whatever the core idea is here, but it's also magical. But yeah. it's like one of those on its own would be enough. Elves. <laughs> Trolls, fireworks, the 13th Goblin. Um, but they have them all. Yeah. It must be so boring there. <laughs> I mean, again, no daylight whatsoever. Sure. It's very, very cold. And yet they persevere. They have these like public spas that people go to in the middle of winter. Oh, my gosh. And just hang out. Pitch, like pitch black. I mean, I'm sure they're well lit, but like there's no daylight. And people just sit in the spa with their neighbors, yeah. and it's like negative ten outside. Uh, they have like really high happiness ratings. Yeah, right? they're, they're they're very cool people. That I, like, I like I like Iceland a lot. Um, so that's pretty much it. That brings us up to speed with what um, what Christmas is like in Iceland. Um, we met the Yule lads. Sure. We, we met the Christmas cat, the Yule cat. I forgot about that one. Did you? <laughs> well, I mean, just when we were naming off all the other bonkers things, yeah, it's, it's, we didn't even consider that that cat's yeah. still out here eating people. And the old lady with a cat is the most mundane part of this. A cat who eats eyeballs. It first. really does make me want to go, <laughs> but uh, go to uh, Iceland during Christmas. But it makes me think, if you were visiting as a tourist, it might be a good idea to not go on. Christmas Day and Christmas Eve because everyone's spending yeah. it with their family. But all the time after that seems like a lot of fun. Maybe maybe focus on like a January sixth um, thing. Yeah, uh, as it, uh, but they're those, for the New Year's. See the yeah, Northern New Lights. New Year's. Very yeah. exciting. I'm gonna say December thirtieth. Then you book it out. Oh, like and January. You stick it out. Ah, New Year, yeah. New You. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much to uh, Reykjavik.com. Name drop. <laughs> Uh, which had a really good history of um, some of the traditions mm. as well as the detailed description of the 13th. Um, also, whychristmas.com, uh, <laughs> which uh, covers um, Christmas traditions all over the world. Sure. And Trip Savvy's Christmas Traditions in Iceland. Uh, very useful. Um, and also, johannes.is, which is the website of Johannes or Kutlum, which had the poems and, and stuff like that. Uh, mm. Of uh, the uh, Yule Cat and the Yule Wets. Gotta give him the credit. Anyway, that brings us. <laughs> Johannes.is is a SoundCloud name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that brings us to our lovely segment. Sing it. Reader. Only memories. Man, I'm going to have to bring you all your levels down the whole episode. <laughs> Thank you, Chris Plant. Lovely. Uh, we have a few reader-only memories. Now, I rightly assume that I don't know there's a lot of people that have personal Icelandic Christmas moments um, that they want to call out. So I broadened it to um, international Christmas traditions that they found cool and interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Cr- uh, Plant is familiar with this one. Um, so obviously uh, Christmas is very big in Japan. Um, Christmas Eve is a couple's holiday in Japan. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. Uh, so much so that there's even a word, korobochi? You p- would probably be able to na- pronounce How, this. Korobo- korobochi? Koroboki, maybe? How is it spelled? K U R I B O C C H I. C C? Yeah, I don't know. Korobochi? Anyway, it's, it specifically, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it specifically means don't. to be alone on Christmas. <laughs> 
So well, it's like such I should a, know that word. It's such a couple. <laughs> Jesus, it's such a couple's holiday that if you're alone on Christmas, they have a name for it. Uh, Christmas cakes are also a big deal um, in mm. Japan. Um, you have to like book these years in advance. Um, not years, but weeks in advance. <laughs> they cost about thirty bucks, and uh, apparently there's a slang term for um, a Christmas cake. Uh, Christmas cake. Uh, so apparently a woman over 25 years old is as pointless, gross, slash whatever, this is a quote from Angry Aria, as uh, a Christmas cake after December 25th. Okay, there's a word for people like me, which is people who are alone on Christmas, a.k.a. the other 364 <laughs> days of the year as well, and I just turned 25. So there you go. <laughs> I feel so a- A.k.a. <laughs> also, wait, did this person mention KFC? They did briefly mention KFC. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know a lot about it, and they didn't go super into detail, but I know people like getting KFC on Christmas. Well, the, yeah, the family goes to KFC mm-hmm. on Christmas. And that's and very crowded. Thing. You have to, like, reserve that yeah. and then advance as well. Do they like book tables as like RSVPs? Or do you pick it up and bring it home? That is usually what I've heard is like yeah. you have to put in an order to Because sitting at KFC home. seems weird. But I guess people do that too. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I do love KFC. It's very tasty. Also when you uh, go to a KFC there they have you know like the big boy statue? Yes. Like that, they yeah, have sure. one of those but like but instead, it's life size. Is it big boy though? No, it it is the colonel. Oh, the colonel. Oh, but he's like he's painted in a way that is like more like cartoonish. Oh, so the, the, like the the sculpture style is more like oh, kind of lifelike, right? But the like painting on it is more like anime. Hmm. It's strange. Interesting. It's like it's just these like soft pastels that are like. That's nice. Yeah. Colonel Chan. Ghost Biggie called out, I don't know how to pronounce this either, Kagan, Kagan, it's it's Mm. from Spain. Uh, It's spelled C-A-G-A-N-E-R. I I would say Kaganer, but I I know that's not it. Kaganer. Kaganer, maybe. Um, So this is based in Catalonia, uh, which is a part of Spain, and it's about... So apparently they have a gentleman who poops in the nativity. Have you heard of this? No, <laughs> I don't think that. I, Is it just I baby looked Jesus? it up. Uh huh. And they, so um, there's literally the normal nativity scene, and in the nativity scene there is like a knight, and his pants are down and he's squatting and he legit is pooping. Not on baby Jesus, just Okay, in. okay. This yeah, this is taking a different turn than I I thought you meant like there was a night where everybody no, one no, by no. one no. starts pooping in Poops. his No, he it, like, like in the, the way they in the way they have the statue of all the members that were in the manger. There's just one who's taking one a dump. of the guys is taking a dump. Okay. Yeah. Um no one is for sure why this is. There's a okay. lot of speculation. Some people think it's because he's like fertilizing the earth. Um, now is not the time to research this. <laughs> no, no. What, what's, how do you spell it again? C A G A N E R. Okay. Uh, there might, uh, yeah. And and uh, so very bizarre that Ghost Biggie called out. I hadn't heard of that. I thought you might have heard of it, but no. Um, are poop and oh, so not only is that a thing. Yeah. You can buy. It's an entire line. So like everything imaginable has been turned into this person taking a dump. Yeah. So you can get, like, Trump or, like, any president sure. ever <laughs> taking the dump. Right. In the nativity still. There's also giant... The Pope? Oh. oh yeah. There's also, like, one that... There's a giant one, like, at the mall. 
somewhere where it's a man. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's a man. Okay, imagine a man like the like just the most cliche blogger man. Sure. So like a white guy with like a, a crappy beard, uh, me uh, in some way, <laughs> um, wearing like Chuck Taylors, a Han Solo top. Mm. So like a, a really dirty button up with a like crappy brown sure. um, a vest, jeans pulled down to his ankles. He's not sitting on anything, but it looks as if, you know, the, the, the toilet has just been pulled away from him. <laughs> and then there's also a giant, giant Christmas tree that he is pulling forward for leverage <laughs> so that he can get this dump out. And he's, like, <laughs> smiling, but also, like, looks like he's, like, sweating. <laughs> and, and okay, I found another picture. Oh, I don't know from, that one from the other always. view. I assumed this was pre-dump. It oh. is not. Oh. There is a giant turd. Oh, the it's, side a, of, it's a mid. The side of a person. Okay, no, it's post, and oh. it looks like almost like an emoji swirl poo. Sure, yeah, but it, it is human size poo. <laughs> um, what a gift! Yeah, so uh, you have really, you just, know. Just when you thought you'd seen every corner of Christmas, uh, bless you, Catalonia, for coming up with this uh, marvelous gift to us. Um, and then uh, best for the gob, uh, best for the G-O-B. Um, for the job. Gob. Uh, called, uh, called out the Jewish Christmas, which is a Christmas that I'm particularly fond of, uh, which is to say going to get Chinese food and then going to the movies. Sure. Um, I have very fond memories of doing this. Uh, I did you ever do like traditional Jewish Christmas growing up? We actually did. Yeah. So like my dad is Jewish, right. and my mom is Christian. So we did we do Christmas right. and Hanukkah, but we actually definitely did Jewish Christmas yeah. too. It's great because yeah. it's like a bomb went off. No one is anywhere. Yeah. And you have free reign. You go to the movies. There's six people at the movies. They're all Jewish. You high five. Yeah. You do dreidel in the front of the <laughs> <laughs> no, but you it, it's it's really lovely and uh, I really like Jewish Christmas. I'm very fond of it. I like it. I usually see like a political thriller on Jewish mm. Christmas, like one of those like like I want to see Vice, like that's that's oh, the sort of movie that I would yeah. see on Jewish Christmas. I mean, we we did Christmas movie also. Oh, really? Yeah, Christmas Day movie. Yeah, yeah. But this the, is more Christmas Eve, I should mention. Oh, that's that's a good call. That's yeah. it's definitely empty. Uh, but it's also the time when you go see a movie that you should never see with your parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but you then you accidentally it. do it, <laughs> and you're like, ah, surely this won't be yeah. bad. And then it, you go, and you're like, oh, oh no, white yeah. men can't jump. The <laughs> hateful <Not> eight. <laughs> I saw Black Swan. I think as oh, our yeah. movie, sandwiched between my mom and my dad. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was treat. fun. <laughs> that was a good one. Well, thank you all. For joining me for this trip around the world of Christmases. Um, and thank you to everyone at home. Uh, thank you to the folks who submitted for Reader Only Memories. Uh, thank you to all the listeners who have uh, spread word about the podcast. We really appreciate it. Um, special thanks to uh, Today Explained, a very good uh, Vox.com podcast uh, that you should listen to that uh, gave us a nice shout out recently on an episode. And um, that's going to do it for another episode of the History of Fun. Uh, where we explore the hidden backstories of the things you wait, love. Wait, wait, Be- what, one what? more thing. Yes. People have left so many wonderful um, responses uh, in our reviews. Oh, and And this, this week, if you can, mm. share your favorite uh, in what you think is like a unique holiday tradition. So oh, like yeah. Something that your family does that 
not like even a historical thing necessarily, but it's just like, oh, this is a thing that we do for the holidays. That's a very good idea. And it, and it can be like interesting, like international, something that people don't expect. It can be just like a local uh, thing that your family does. Yeah, but they've been so good. I've like really enjoyed reading. I, I, I've got, we should just link to it effectively yeah. on social just so people can like scan through it. Yeah. There are tons of great uh, – Responses to previous episodes. Totally good idea. So follow us. Oh yeah, follow on us on Twitter. Twitter. The history uh, of fun. Right, the history of fun on Twitter. Uh, you can also follow uh, Allegra at, at Legs Frank, Chris Plant at Plant, and me at Russ Frostick. Okay, for real, that's gonna do it. History of fun. Hidden backstories, things you'll do. Leave those there. Bye. Bye.